welcome back to the Meddling Kids podcast. Today is a quick bonus episode with my good friend Chris Osborne of the Play Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. Chris, thank you for being here. In my most recent episode, uh, The Warlock of Wimbledon, I or Wimbledon, I keep saying Wimbledon like there's a T. Anyway, okay, there is a theory I came up with while I was watching the episode, and so I just wanted to talk to you about it, and here's my theory. Scooby-Doo, is it possible that he is actually a human trapped inside a dog's body? And just while you think about that, here's here's my thought. Okay, so chew on that for a second. And here's the thing. Okay, so one, he tries to verbalize English words, you know, despite his canine limitations, but he doesn't chase after the tennis balls in the Warlock of Wimbledon, which is what got me on alert. And the rest of the gang just kind of treats him like he's a human for the most part. Of course, I'm basing this off of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? So I'm not thinking about the rest of the canon yet. And, um, okay, that's kind of all I've got. But basically, like, imagine that there's a situation where they previously were solving a mystery. He used to be just another teenage boy. And then, like, through some magic, he got transformed into a dog. And so now he's just a dog. I think this makes a lot of sense, actually. Really? Yes! You have the part where they're thinking that all of this stuff is actually some kind of magical being or some kind of monster. So right. you have a reason for them to believe in all this, despite having seen human villain after human villain for two, <laughs> th- three seasons now. Right. So they must have been convinced that magic does exist at some point. You have Fred pushing everybody away. So <gasps> yeah. this is real. Obviously, he's the killer because he doesn't want him to figure out how to fix Scooby. <laughs> oh, right, because it, it serves him well to have a dog man. I like this. This is a good one. Oh, maybe the big arc of this entire Scooby-Doo franchise is how to reunite Scooby-Doo's brain with his human body. Oh, and this explains why Scooby-Doo doesn't have a normal dog lifespan. Mike, drop. I think we have solved the entire Scooby-Doo mystery. <laughs> Okay, well, let's be scientific for a second. So let's look at evidence to the contrary. Uh, Can you think of any? See, normally I would say if a human ate how Scooby eats, there'd be a problem. But Shaggy eats how Scooby eats. So obviously (laughs) human digestion tracts can handle all that. Right, right. And I mean, in my theory, it's just like the consciousness, the brain that's been switched. No, I guess that doesn't make sense because I said he has a longer lifespan because being part human. Hmm. It could be like a scientific experiment or like a brain swap and not something mystical and magical. But back to evidence against the theory. I mean, there are times when Scooby acts very dog-like and he certainly expressed... um, romantic interest in poodles and whatnot but perhaps that's just because the more time he spends in a dog's body the more he becomes dog-like or maybe the human that got in there didn't completely replace the scooby that's inside (gasps) scooby so the real scooby is trying to bust out oh so it's kind of like a get out scenario yep oh my gosh so someone okay so Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine if the Get Out villains also had a Great Dane in there? 
That would be insane. I'm going to keep an eye on this theory in subsequent episodes, but really, we need the help of all the meddling kids. So I'm sure our listeners will have some theories and maybe evidence for or against this. And of course, we want to approach it scientifically. You know, if you got a theory, you test it. We don't need any confirmation bias here. So be as... Unbiased as you can with all of your information gathering. What proof would convince us that, no, Scooby-Doo really is just a talking dog? Um, We would have to find a slew of other talking dogs to prove that a talking dog can exist. Oh. I know that we've had one or two, but one or two could really easily be the same situation Scooby's in. For me, I'm just basing this on the Scooby-Doo Where Are You canon because, like I've said on the podcast in the past, those are the ones I know the best, and I've deliberately not watched the other ones since my childhood, and especially not the new ones. And I know almost nothing about a gentleman named Scrappy-Doo. So perhaps when he's introduced, we'll see more of Scooby's origin story. Because I'm guessing, I mean, if we see an origin story for Scooby and he's just a little puppy who says goo-goo-ga-ga and then starts speaking English, I mean, that would be pretty compelling evidence to me. Unless he was a human born that way somehow. (gasps) If he came out of a human mother. Oh my gosh. Bum, bum, bum. I have some friends who are OBGYNs. I I don't think any of them would consent to be on this podcast because they're not cool enough like us. I will say that size-wise, it could come out. (laughs) Well, yeah, a little puppy. I mean, yeah, uh, women are amazing. We we are. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I won't go into that anymore. But yes, it could happen. I think that's possible. I think, you know what? Yeah, I'll put my foot down. I think if there was an embryo that was implanted in a human's uterus, that that could be a thing, maybe? Okay, I want to keep this family friendly, so I'm not going to go into some of the other implications of how a dog man might be created in utero. Oh, I just figured it was a bunch of like science experiments, and then they got mixed up on the shelf, and people did horrible <sighs> practices with keeping their cross-contamination in check. You know that's happening somewhere. Yep. I mean, but like deliberately, yeah. Oh, of course. Hmm. Well, uh, Chris, thank you for that. And also, I want you to remind us about the Play Comics podcast and where you can be found on all the interwebs. Oh, Play Comics is a show where I look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. You can find it over at playcomics.com or on Twitter. You can follow me at PlayComicsCast. Fantastic. So do I have to know all about video games to be able to enjoy your podcast? No, not at all. Um, Some of the best episodes I have are with guests that didn't really have expert knowledge of the games. They were just like, cool, that game looks interesting. And I know the comics. So they busted right into it. and We had a great time. Play Comics Podcast, and we'll link to that in the show notes. You can just click on that little link right there. Thank you again, Chris. And I will have more theories for you soon. Oh, you're welcome. I'm always up for Scooby Theories. (laughs) 